Street Broadcast Central. We're we not, are, are we? We are in Geelong. Why are we in Geelong, Tim? Well, indirectly, because some Chinese bloke <laughs> ate an undercooked bat. That's, That's why we're here. <laughs> I don't believe that either, by the way. But uh, oh, I don't start your conspiracy no, shit. No, you know, I've, I've, I've had arguments with Griffo on the show. I've I, said that I don't believe that it came from that. Griffo just put me back in my place. And who's going to argue with a bloke with glasses like that? That's right, Associate Professor Paul Griffin. Oh. I just hey. called him the wrong name, didn't I? He did, yeah. He's going to hate me. He'll be on here about that. So, look, we've got a big show tonight. We do. Lockdown, so we've managed to cobble something together. So, where are we? Tell people where we are. We're in Geelong. We're at home. We're, we're at home. around the kitchen table. Now, people don't actually know we live together. Now. Yeah, I know, yeah. yeah, yeah I've listened back to a podcast, and we sort of danced around it. Yeah. I think we don't want people to know we're a couple now. Is that no, what we're saying? Right. Yeah, well, I like to refer to us as hetero life partners. <laughs> so let's, let's go with that one. So we are living together, Tim. It's, it's, it's been weird living with you because I see so much of you. And by that, I mean flesh. You just walk out and you have your belly out or you have, you know, bits on show that I've never seen before. <sighs> Keep going, yeah. No, it's good. It's, it's, it's good, good Look, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, like part of me thinks it's great. Part yeah. of me thinks... You know, it's like a car accident and you can't look away. That's right, yeah, yeah. And then, then the snoring starts and the sleep apnea and you think you're going to get the defib out and the sustenance. Oh, I'm joking. We're, we're pretty good. We're pretty close now. Aren't we? We're like we, a married couple. We are, we are. Yeah. <laughs> so, look, let me get on with introducing the show. So, tonight you're going to talk about our new association with Fat Pixie Hard Ginger Beer. And I'm going to talk about walking the dogs, which is one of my favourite things in the whole world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's crap. I'm going to lay in the glass front doors, the world's worst idea. Yeah, we've got a problem here, haven't we? Yeah. And you're going to talk about UFC, which might cause a bit of controversy Look, among it, some of the more punchy members of our audience. It may. It may. It's not a great topic, I know, but I just can't get into it, mate. Nah, I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, the Justin Murphy goes to another deserving winner. Yeah. Uh, on the show tonight, we have special guest Sharon Andrews, comedian oh, and uh, political agitator. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah. She's been stirring a few people up. I love it. I so, love it. Can't wait to hear that. Yep. And finally, we have Paul Dunn, who's going to tell us some of the best stories about going to the cricket in the West Indies. Yeah, Danny's an old friend of mine. I met him in London. Yep. We used to do door-to-door sales together, ended up moving in together. And he tells some of the great stories of all time. But this one in particular, yep. you are going to love and the listeners will love because it just keeps going and it keeps going and getting better and better. And the way Danny tells it, like I told you yesterday. They did. And you said, we have to get this bloke yep. on the show because he just does it beautifully. Yep. So, look, quite frankly, go to the drinks cabinet, dust off the Amarillo, have yourself a glass because it's time for fat and ginger. Bit of uptown funk? Yeah, absolutely. Go. Uptown funk. I'm not to be confused with downtown punk, a nightclub I went to back in the 80s, which had a very sticky ending, but never mind about that. <laughs> Wasn't that downtown spunk? Oh, yeah, that was too. Thanks yeah. for correcting me. Yeah. Uh, you were there too, I think. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> I thought what we'd talk about tonight, and I've done zero preparation, funnily, because I was walking the dogs. That's yeah. my topic. I want and to that's talk. your topic. 
want to talk about walking I want to talk to you about this too, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I've got strong opinions on this. Wow. But okay. I want to hear yours first. Okay. I just, do you know what? Seeing as you've got the strong opinions and I've done zero preparation, <laughs> how about we hear from you first, then we'll go from there. Well, you know, we are living together now. You've brought a couple of dogs into the house. I have, yeah. Which is fantastic. I was going to get one anyway. Yeah. And I love your dogs. They're very cute. They don't give me much, by the way. I don't know if you've trained them to stay away from me. I think one laid a dump on the kitchen floor in front of you the other day. One come out the other day. I've gone, hey, how are you? And he just did a crap and just walked back and <laughs> just left it for me. And it was one of those really, the texture wasn't good. No, nah, that's it. Yeah, I yeah. won't go into it too much. All the best if you're having dinner out there and rain. Yeah, and enjoy your chocolate and mousse. In, um, in Denmark, you might be having some pickled herring. Karen, I don't know if that's, that's <laughs> Oh, how is Karen in Denmark? Oh, cool, I haven't heard from yeah, her in a while. She's Denmark. Do we offend her? Do no, we offend her? No, I think, I think she might actually have a life and she's been doing stuff. It's Surely not. No, it's summer, so... Anyone who listens to us does not have a life, Tim. Why no do you chance. keep doing this? Well, I'm a loser. And if yes, you listen to me, better. they're Bit losers Bit of self-deprecation. Yeah, yeah, that's right. No, I love my audience. You know that. But I've got to give them shit, mate, because they give us shit. So, But what, what was I talking about? I've lost Walking my train of thought. Walking the dogs, right? So, well, we've got these two dogs in the house. Now, remember, yeah. me and Tim are two middle-aged white men living in a very nice neighbourhood, right? Now, just think what it looks like for neighbours when we walk out together with two tiny little dogs wearing puffer jackets. I'm comfortable with yeah, it. What's wrong? Called Missy and Bear Bear. And I'm going, mm. here, Bear Bear. Here, Bear Bear. I, I mean, it doesn't look good for my doesn't help heterosexuality. Well, when does I put it? on my voice, does it? Excuse me, Luke. Can you walk the dogs, please? <laughs> it's been two days. It's unacceptable. They need a walk, baby. Sorry, darling. He's going to no walk. There's no need you. for that voice, mate. So, it's the only time you do it, too. It's right. Yeah, it's great because the neighbours <laughs> look at you and go, "Geez, I think it's good yeah. to see him happy." You know, it's well, they're all, they're all very. I wonder if they're married. They say, yeah. yeah they're all very modern. Yeah, that's and they're right. all like, oh, isn't it cute? Yeah, and they come and see you for interior decorating tips and stuff. And like, <laughs> Little do they know that, yeah, anyway. Yeah, anyway. No, look, so go on, what do you want? So basically you're saying you're embarrassed to walk the dogs. Well, you don't need the puffer jackets and they don't need she to be called cold. Missy and Bear Bear. Or what would you call them? For a start, sack the second bear. One bear. No, bear. Not that's, a, that's a tough name. He's not a tough dog though. Oh no, he wears a puffer jacket, mate. No, he wears a cardigan. Well, the other one wears a puffer jacket. Oh, sorry. Sorry, did I get it mixed <laughs> up? So what I'm trying to say is... More of a pullover, actually. Are you married to the names? Yeah, absolutely the names. Yeah. So stiff shit. Because they're, they're not going to... They don't come to me anyway. I'll call, <laughs> yeah, call, call them whatever they want. call them whatever they want. They're just going to come and shit in front of me and walk back inside. So. Talking of number twos, how did you go? Did you forget the plastic bags? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. that's a problem, isn't it? I, I had a neighbour drive past and, and sort of stop and stare. Like, made a big point And I pretended to pick it up. I had nothing, so I was like, pretend to pick up my hands. He goes, what are you doing, mate? Really? I know you're not picking up your hands, yeah. Yeah, actually, you had a talk to the neighbour about it. Is this for real? No, 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 he, he drove past, but yeah. stopped. He saw the dog having a dump on the sidewalk. This was yesterday. Was it in front of his house or something? No, 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 he just drove past. I don't know who it is. Yeah. And the dog was having a dump on the footpath. Yeah. I mean, I can't control these things. I no. couldn't say go into the bushes like the rest of us. Yep. But he, he, the neighbour stopped in his car. I like, just sort of slowed down to wait to see if I was going to scoop it up. I had nothing to scoop it up with, so I pretended that I was going to do it with my hands. And he's like, you're not going to do that with your no, hands. No, the, the best doing? one you do, if someone's looking at you about the dog poo and you've got bags, the, the, the pat, the yeah. pat of the pops. And then if they're still in here, Oh, I'll go back and get it. I'll go back no, and just, get one and then... I just walked home a different way. My challenge to anyone, especially Missy, is, yeah, I'll tell you what, champion, if you can find that nard, I'll yeah. pick it up. 
Because yeah, they are okay. tiny. They're about, I don't know, two centimetres long. They're absolutely minuscule. Mm. I beg to differ, mate. You didn't see the one I cleaned up yesterday. Yeah, he wasn't well. Yeah, yeah I know he wasn't well because <laughs> you keep giving him like wet food in the morning. Oh, and then you go. take off to work oh, and go. you leave me to deal with it, mate. Now who sounds like it a looked like, Honestly, yeah. you know what it looked like? It looked like a, a miniature Ayers Rock that had been in the rain for two weeks. <laughs> it was shaped like Ayers Rock, but it was wet. Okay. Yeah. And you just went to work and left me to deal with that. And, I, I did. You know, we've got to have some ground rules in this house, Tim. It sounds, like, mayhem, it sounds like our relationship needs work. <laughs> This is why I've been divorced <laughs> twice, mate. So I was going to talk about how much I like walking with dogs, but now I suppose we've got to read No, nah, see, yeah, I've, I've taken over your topic. No, no, I've hijacked it. Because I didn't know Tell me how good it is, then. Well, it's Tell one, me what the good I thing think is. walking the dogs is one of the best things in the world that you can do. I think it's one of the most relaxing, wonderful things you can do, except when your dogs walk past other dogs. And mm. your little dog thinks it's a Doberman and starts barking at like the staffy that weighs 40 kilos. And, mm. and there's like the, you know, Stacey, the secretary from Armstrong Creek, who's got the staffy and the divorce, can't control it when she's walking and the staffy wants to go my dogs and then it's yeah. a bit stressful. But otherwise it's very relaxing. Well, why doesn't the dog shit itself then? Because why does it have to wait till it walks out and sees me in the morning? Because it's go time. I was sitting here in my dressing gown. If you're about to be in a fight, you don't suddenly, oh, maybe you do depending on... I don't know, I don't know. What, what, there's got to be some ground rules laid down, I think, at this point. When it comes to the dogs, first of all, yep. Bear Bear becomes Bear. No. No? Okay. Can we lose a puffer jacket? No. At least get him in something a bit more slinky. No. No? It's going well so far for you, isn't it? Yeah, I know. That's good, yeah. No, good chat. So, I feel like I've got a lot of say in this <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> so, look, I, I suppose my take-home message for our listener is that I think the walking dogs is one of the greatest things you can do in life. And if you don't have a dog, get a dog because it's great. One thing that's good is there's a dog park near here. Yeah, I don't know where that is. Is that where it's is It's the that? Oval. It's oh. the Oval as you drive in. And at four o'clock on weekdays, people go down there with their dogs and they let them run loose because it's all fenced in and they just chat. Is it a footy oval though? It's a footy oval. So yeah. people play football on it at a later... Well, once they clean out all the dog shit, I suppose. I was going to say, because what if you're playing on a halfback flank and you land face down and, you know, misses turd? Well, it's going to be tough. <laughs> it's it's going to be it's a gonna, shit you've day. Had, you've had a bad game, haven't that's you? That's right. You'll be yeah. back, to the, back to the twos. Well, next yeah. time, if you worked a bit hard, you'd be in the midfield. Yeah, that's it, yeah. yeah. That's right. then you might hit the treadmill. Big German shepherd one, yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, so go on. Four o'clock at the Oval. Yeah, at the Oval. My sister told me about it. She took her dog down. And she said, oh, well, last time I was down there, a uh, bloke had a beer. And I thought, perfect. Hey, that's I don't have a dog, but I like beer. Yeah. I'll go down. I took a couple of cans down. Yep. I was the only one with alcohol. And everyone looking at me going, where's your dog, mate? <laughs> and uh, felt a little bit weird. <laughs> so You're a human too, mate. Welcome so, to the neighbourhood. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, I think we should have a song and we can talk about something else. <laughs> All right, what about a bit of Beach Boys? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah oh, I tell you what, I'm not getting many good vibrations from you with my suggestion for the dog. No, that's right. But, you need to work uh, on it. Let's see if Brian and the boys can uh, pick Brian us out of it. Always love it. I, I love the Beach Boys, apparently, is it true they didn't like each other very much? I don't know, mate. Yeah, I don't well, know. a point, 50 I don't know much about them, to be honest. I neither do I saw a good film. John Cusack played like the older version of Brian Wilson. Okay. And I can't remember the name of the actor who played the younger version, but he went a bit cray cray. He, he went a bit nuts. Yeah, yeah, he did. He had some sort of mental illness. Yeah. But sort of bounced back a bit later in life. I think there was an album that they started making in the 60s that he finished in like the 2000s. That sounds like yeah. some of my work, yeah. Yeah, he should work out at the yeah, that's right. Yeah. At the refinery. That's It'd right. fit in beautifully. Just quick g'day to everyone out there. Thanks yeah, for yeah, still yeah. We, we do heaps out there. We are the front line for all your petrol well, needs. I am. I don't know about you. Yeah, I do stuff all to be honest. Yeah. So, look, what do you want to talk about, Lukey? 
Well, I want to talk about, this is a big announcement, we probably haven't given it the, the justice it deserves, but we might have a potential partner, Tim. I, this is exciting. This is very exciting. So we had sent in to us a picture from yeah. one of our listeners. Yep. We do have listeners. Did you know that? A listener. I know one. There's one, but yeah. I think people do listen to the podcast. I think a lot of friends come up to us and say, oh yeah, listen to the podcast. It was really yeah. good. And you go, oh, what was your favorite bit? They go, oh, all of, all it. of it. Yeah. yeah. It was good. Yeah. yeah. I really like the bit where you spoke to Luke for a bit about some inane topic and went on and on and on and oh, on. Did that, that was really happen? Good. <laughs> when did, what episode was that? <laughs> and then you go up on some weird tangent about something else and now talking about elephants rooting or something. You go, oh, God. Yeah. And you go, oh, just say, have listen to it. Then. <laughs> do, do, do we talk about that? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Oh, it's the that. elephant in the room, isn't it? <laughs> So we've got a partner on board. I'm not going to say the word sponsor. No, no. Because we are just going to cross-promote at this stage. We are, yeah. But a listener sent in a picture of a ginger beer mm -hmm. called Fat Pixie. Now, this would seem like a match made in heaven, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it, Justin? So as you probably know, people listening at home, we are portly. Is that a good way to put it? Uh, rotund. Rubenesque. Rubenesque. Rotund. Yep. Yeah, okay. And we also have a, a reddish persuasion to our hair. Fantastic. So, when you're talking about ginger beer mm -hmm. called Fat Pixie, wow, what can I tell you about that? Oh, that's that? right, match made in heaven. So yeah. Fat Pixie are the brewers and they've got several different products and one of them is their hard ginger beer. Yeah, and the reason we love it. Now, I'm not going to tell you what the percentage is. No. Because we're not allowed to not talk allowed about to. that. Yep. Uh, it's, not, it's important that we don't. But it is a higher percentage than most of your standard alcoholic drinks. And the reason I'm excited about that, do you remember I told you about that time I went to the footy after night shift and I had some percent oh i just said it Dickhead. i had some <laughs> <laughs> to me that's what fat pixie is all about i just want to go and have a good time and i want to have a fat pixie in my hand when i do it yeah so how about we just talk about how nice they were when we went to meet them all right so let's talk and, about and that. how delicious it is now so our listener sent it in it was really really nice yeah, of dan me. cornish was his name the guy that sent it in so good day dan yeah. thank you dan good on you mate you've just probably facilitated us to have a, a great relationship with some lovely people yeah we went out there the other day to have a meeting and they were all wonderful so. yeah yeah, no, a good team down there. Shannon yep. is uh, lovely there. She looks after the promotion of Fat Pixie. Yep. And we come up with some ideas, didn't we, of what we can do? Yep. And she was enthusiastic, but she might have been putting that on too. Well, it was very endearing the way she goes, oh, as you would have noticed, in the office here, we're all sort of young women. And then she said, but our market for the Fat Pixie products, especially the ginger beer is, and she was so sweet, she goes, is a... Uh, a more mature market, a more mature yeah. male market. What she was saying is old bastards. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then she goes, and you guys fit the bill perfectly. Yeah. So what they're looking for is people who have just really given up. Hope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've done yeah. nothing but smash schooners and pies for the last 20 years. And that is their target market. And that's their target market. Yeah. 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 And that's us. So isn't it work out perfectly? It has. I'm very so happy Only by pure coincidence that yep. here are two blokes that have done nothing but smash pies and schooners for the last 20 years. It's we've been preparing for this moment our whole life. Training, if you will. Yeah. Give me some skin. Yeah. Well done. Now, they have to be really careful about their image and how they portray all their advertising and stuff like that. Yeah, I never and knew all about this. This is interesting. No, it, it is quite interesting. Let me tell you a story where it was an alcoholic drink. It was someone else's product. And they didn't want to use sort of like uh, skinny models like mm -hmm. most people do. So they wanted to use oh, plus right. size. Yep. And they wanted to sort of, you know, get, share it around Tim. Because mm -hmm. not everyone's a tiny little waif of a person. You Indeed. Know? Some of us are a little bit you know, bulky. No, we've lived. We've lived, mate, yes. We, I won't get into the whole dad bod thing. I think I've done no, that to you, you've, you've anyway, done that one. Uh, So 
they got a, a, a bigger girl. I won't say, you know, anything more than that. She was just a, a bigger girl, you know, as we most of us are. Most of the population are probably consider themselves a little bit bigger. So they got her, they got did the ad, everything's fine. And then they got complaints because someone said, well, you shouldn't be using a pregnant woman. That's right. Yeah. To That's promote right. a, an alcoholic product. And they got back to her and said, well, she's not pregnant. Yeah. And they go, well, yeah, but she could be. Yes. It's like, what? So you can only have skinny people in case they're pregnant. But then, remember what she said too, was often what it is is competitors trying to shit can your advertising. Yeah, they do do that, yeah. yes. And so they'll, they'll, they'll get a competitor's ad and pick it apart for whatever they can. So, so what do you reckon now competitors will do against us? So we're going to put out some ads pretty soon. Like me and you were made to be male models, I think. Oh, well, you know, I've often thought throughout my years as I've stacked on the kilos that, yeah, that's what I was going to do. Well, yeah. look, there's a famous guy called Sun Tzu who was a Chinese war guy back in the history and he wrote a book called The Art of War. Yeah. They still use it today. They teach it in like West Point mm. and Duntree and all those sort of places. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yep. And there's a famous line in that that says, never interrupt your enemy while they're making a mistake. So uh, I reckon the competitors are going to leave us alone. do nothing because it's the worst mistake But, but what happens when we take over the market, the ginger beer market? Well, then they're stuck, because aren't they? they they see these two strapping young lads. Relatable, I like to think Relatable, that's probably yeah. good, yeah. yeah. And, and people will look at it and go, well, look, they've obviously given up on life, these yes. folks. Let's give them a leg up. We could become like a charity. That's right, yeah. yeah. People drink ginger beer because they feel sorry for us. <laughs> that works. Okay, I don't care as long as they drink it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. and they, we get paid at some stage. That'd be awesome. We get paid. Yeah. We keep now, look, tuning out shit I, like this. That's right, yeah, quality content. <laughs> but look, I've just got to say, it's exciting to be actually working with professionals. Yeah, that's good. And, and you know what? It's fun, isn't it? It's good we fun. We just have fun. I think the yeah. listeners... Well, I know people say I bag the listeners too much. I do it for fun. Yeah. Too. I obviously don't know them. I don't have an opinion about them. Like Karen in Denmark, she's probably great. She is great. Yeah. Well, she's called Karen, that's all. She's just got a massive house. Yeah. Remember yeah. that when she listened to three episodes while she was cleaning her house? Yeah, we still never got to the bottom of that, <laughs> did we? No, well, it was four hours worth. Four hours worth. Of, I don't know. Maybe well, she's got... Um, multiple houses. Well, multiple houses. I was going to say OCD. Perhaps. Just can't G'day, Karen. How are you? It's lovely. Oh, we you love listen. you, Karen. So, yeah, you're the best. And, uh, yeah, and yeah. right back in. She hasn't written in since I sort of said, is she all there? And I'm worried that I put her off along with you all the other going listeners. Maybe if we stop talking about it, <laughs> the problem might go away. Karen, I love you. I, I honestly do. I, um, I want to hear from you, please. So this is the problem when we do this in the kitchen or at home, mm-hmm. is all the barriers come down and suddenly we're saying stuff that we shouldn't be saying on radio. No, Karen's great. I know. Yeah. yeah. I'll let her say I love her. Jesus I don't mean Christ. it like in a, a longing way. I mean it like, you know, she's my friend. Keep going. It's no, good. I'm digging a bigger no, hole. No, that's right. Right. Yeah. Well, I think it's time for mailbag, so if you play the jingle, we'll get it. Right, right. Let's play some mailbag. Feel like abusing someone? Now's your chance. It's Fat and Ginger's mailbag. In a desperate attempt to stop Luke from disgracing himself, we're going to do the mailbag. Well, you're a bit late for that. Yeah, true. <laughs> so, I mean, look, there are other listeners too that I think we should, you know, we should recognise who have been great. Holly from Geelong. Yes, Holly's great. Yeah, Holly's yeah. great. So, you know. Has she written in? Well, she has written in actually. Oh, cool. Yeah, so we got Excellent. one. But we'll get to Holly's later. So, All right. uh, first we'll start with John from Redan. Yep. Uh, John from Redan said, uh, Oi, dickheads, which is a bit That's rude. a bit harsh. A bit rude way to start. Like, you don't start a letter like that, do you? Well, it's just someone you don't respect, you do, I suppose. Yeah, like John doesn't respect us. Yeah, so yeah. He says, Oi, dickheads, I tried to call Voice FM to tell them how disappointed I was in your show. 
uh, but no one's there. What's up with that? So John's obviously not Mr. Current Affairs, is he? No. Not where he's locked down. Well, the thing is too, mate, there's no one ever at Voice of him. They don't, they don't even notice we don't turn up. I'll tell you what we'll do, listeners. We'll, we'll sell you our swipe card and you too can go and broadcast on Voice of him at yeah, night. Yeah, Because no there's no one there. Yeah. You know what? We're sitting in my lounge room now. We're in our lounge yeah, room. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, and we're reaching more people now than we do when we go to Voice of him. <laughs> yeah, we are, yeah, actually. Because there's two dogs here. That's right. It's funny you, you know? say that. That's it. So, um, uh, they're, they're loving it at the moment in they their puffer jackets. Don't listen. Leave the puffer jacket alone. Oh, she had on, a pink mate. one. She had a pink one. So just be oh, happy. So it could yellow. be worse, is what you're That's saying. Exactly. It could yeah. always be worse. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, next one, Bill from Torquay. Uh, he says, he says, being a ginge, I bet that even when you're in a room by yourself, you're still the most hated person there. And I find that. I mean, you know, Bill, frankly, William, if you like. Hang on. Even when you're in a room by yourself, you're still the most hated person. I think it's a there. reference to self-loathing, and you know, Bill, you're a dickhead, mate. Yep. In if, fact, if, if, if I was in a room by myself, you'd be the most hated person. That's right. And then do you know what? He's gone the Bill thing, trying to be all tough and casual. Yeah, Bill. And you know, I'm a trader. I bet you plays PlayStation. That's right. Is yeah. William. William. Or, yeah. or he might be Will. Willie. Or Willie. Yeah. yeah. I think Willie. he spends a lot of time. Why do, you, why do you have to go there? I don't know. I don't know. I just. I don't know if I can work under these conditions. Moving on to Holly from Geelong. This is a problem, right? Usually yeah. we go into Ballarat. Yeah. I drive an hour and ten minutes there. I calm down. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wash away the day. Yeah. I have that little bit of loot time that I need to go right. Calm down, mate. And then I don't drink as much as well. No, that's right. Uh, so uh, obviously sitting here in my own um, lounge room, I've maybe yeah. Anyway, you go. It's all right. Let's carry on, shall we? Yeah. Sorry, Excellent. Mate. Right. Yeah. So Holly from Geelong. Hey Holly. Yep. G'day Holly, how are you? And she says... What do you reckon uh, she looks like? Hey? What do you reckon she looks like? I often try to picture our listeners and mm. uh, I think... Uh, yeah. I bet she doesn't wear a puffer jacket. What's wrong with puffer jackets? Mate, it's mate, a dog! Mate, you live in Armstrong Creek, right? Yeah. Everyone wears a puffer jacket. Yeah, I know, but not the dogs. Hey? Yes, the dogs. Well, the, well people, people here are like architects and stuff. The dogs what? don't do nothing. Where's the architect around here, mate? They're all just... They probably think us, because we're the gay couple in the... In oh, the that's in true. The yeah. No, yeah. you're an interior designer, <laughs> and I'm a dog groomer. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, let's Holly, get back to Holly. Sorry. Holly from Geelong says, uh, "I was in the op shop the other day and I saw Luke oh, buying no. women's clothes. Uh, what's all hang that on, about?" Hang on, hang on a second. Yeah. She must know me because well, I no, put that on Facebook, huh? I, like I put that on Facebook. So I let the people at home know what's going on here. So I went to the op shop about two weeks ago and. <laughs> I bought women's clothing. Now, there's a reason for it. And that's it. Thanks uh, very uh, much for your time. Good night. Thank Ah. you very much. (laughs) This is fitting about our our whole, like, married couple thing. But my daughter had a murder mystery party. She dressed me up as the host. Her name is Patty Pageant. And I thought, well, I might as well get into her. It's going to be a shit night. So I had to go to the op shop. Sorry, sorry, just, just to pull you up there. So you're saying your own daughter's birthday party is going to be a shit night. You're saying that live on podcast. No, I said it could have been if I didn't get in the spirit of things. It's not what you said. You said it was going to yeah, be a well, shit night. Yeah, it was going to be a shit night, mate. It's your daughter. It's There's a birthday. There's 13, 12-year-old girls. Just I went through a bottle and a half of gin too, by the way. <laughs> but I had to go to the op shop and get some clothing. And I said to the lovely sales assistant there, who was very hospitable, I actually said the words. These come out of my mouth, Tim. Mm. Is this dress a little bit too revealing to you? You were worried about your colours being lowered, if you will. Well, sometimes it, I just wanted to make sure it fit the curvature of my body. You've got a great rack, actually, Damn, Luke. So. No, I did. I bought a bra, should, too. I think you should show off your decolletage more. But so. it took me so long to get the bra on. Did it? Yeah, it took me a long time, because I didn't realise you can actually twist it round. 
around and put it on, then twist it back. Is that right? Yeah, because I've never been good with those things. No. Uh, I hate them. As a teenager, yeah. how were you getting one off on the rare oh, occasion? No, uh, it's like something at Indiana Jones, wasn't it? I had to, you know, yeah. one of the tests you have to do before you... Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd better luck with scissors. Yeah. yeah. All right. So anyway, so that's Holly from Geelong. That's where we started with that one. Thanks, so, Holly from Geelong. Holly yeah. from Geelong. Good so, on but you. But she must have seen... She must be friends with me on Facebook or something, because she... I posted that, me dressed as a woman on Facebook. Oh, you're a very... You know, you're a big name, Luke. So yeah. it wouldn't be surprised if you've got these followers you don't know about. Well, I did post it in a couple of other websites too, so maybe ah, she's part of that. Oh, nice. so. Anyway, um, last one if we move on. Who got four today? Yeah, we have, yeah. Oh, so L from Sydney. What if L from Sydney? Huh? L from Sydney. Uh, if I'm in a lift with only one other person and I fart, can I still try and blame it on the other person? Hang on, why is she in a lift with someone else They're in lockdown? Well, no, this may be from before lockdown, perhaps, uh, okay, or right perhaps right. a hypothetical. I'm in a lift with one other so person. So if you're in a lift, fart. so if you're only two people in a lift of which you are one, and mm. you fart, can you try and blame it on the other person? Well, you've got no other option. No, you don't, do you? Yeah. yeah. If you've been on a hard diet of beans and cabbage for the last <laughs> week, and you, and you peel one off Is that where you put your dogs on? Yeah. And you peel one off in a lift yeah. with someone else, you're still going to try and blame them. Have you ever been in that situation? Absolutely. What yeah. do you do? you just got to confident, they'll just face it out and just go, you're right. And people are funny because if you're confident enough, they'll go, Oh, maybe it was me. Really? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. What, they're just leaking gas? Yeah, that's right, and they don't know no it. No valve there to stop it. I don't know if that could happen, mate. I think they just look at you like you're crazy. I've well, never done it. Well, that's the other thing, because they look at you like you're crazy. Oh, this guy just shat himself in the lift. I'm not going to mess with him. I, I, I must admit, I've never been just one-on-one with someone, but I have blamed on the kids before. Yeah. Or the dog? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the dog's yeah. a good one, yeah. Bloody yeah. dog. That's it. Yeah. So Actually, look, it was me that took a shit in the floor. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, it wouldn't be the first time. So, look, that's the mailbag for this week. I think we should right. play a bit of ACDC and uh, carry on. All right, let's play some. So, Tim, I know you love your ACDC, mate, because I they're from your era. Do. Hang on. What do you mean, my era? You're from your era. You're 42, I'm 43. It doesn't, understand. you're not one year older than me. Yeah, you're, you're 42. Old. I'm not 42, mate, I'm 41. You know this, we've spoken about this. And I'll tell you what, I'm starting to get really sick of it. Do you know what I love? I love the fact that I've just made it one year older and it gets yeah, you every time. Every and time. you never show your weakness. Yeah. So, but hang on, this whole thing about your era, just because I like good music as opposed to modern you like music for about six years modern music is anything like- outside of those six years unless you that that crap you played the other night with the um the classical stuff oh the 1812 overture that was yeah, that, that wasn't was from 1983 that no that was from 1883 listen yeah. listen right modern music to me you know when you go to coles or woolies and you buy one of those sponge cakes and it's got nothing on it yeah it's like eating one of those it's just dull it's boring there's nothing in it maybe it can get into this category one day What's that? Oh. Don't believe the hype. That time, is it? That's actually crap. All right, can I start this? Of course you can. So, and just by the way, I've just got a text actually from Holly in Geelong. Oh, she wrote in before. Yeah, so, and Holly in Geelong says, are you guys on some sort of inclusion program? What's all this about? Have, so, we, got, have we got any programs happening like... <laughs> Should we have a carer? Yes. Yeah, Should we have so. a carer? I love a PA. Yeah. If anyone wants to, wants to like, I think try- that's what people that are struggling call a carer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so true. A PA. A yeah. PA. This yeah. is my PA. And they're like mopping up your dribble. That's right. It doesn't matter how much you earn. And if you've got a PA, mate, that's a carer. That's a carer. So I love it. Walk into this room. That's so and so. That's so and so. This is what you've got to do. It's true, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You've got a meeting. 
Yes, at this time, you know, you got a meeting here, and you're going to walk into the it's room funny, and talk my, to that person. My, my dad used to have one when he worked overseas. Yeah. Uh, he's got a really bad memory. I've got a bad memory. He's, I got mine from him. Yeah. It's really bad. And he used to have a PA. She was amazing, and she'd know what he was like. So as he was walking up to people to shake hands, she'd write, oh, this is such and such. His kids do this. His wife does That's this. That's fantastic. And just like fill him up under her breath, and he'd just walk up and go, oh, how's the kids? How's everything going? And just was amazing at it. And he used to go into meetings, right, because the old man, he's pretty funny. Yeah. And he'd be in a meeting, and he'd just doze off. Yeah. halfway through he's a big guy he'd have a big lunch yeah. and just doze off and she'd just take everything in and when it got to a point where it became noticeable she'd give him a little nudge but mm. up until then she'd let him sleep yeah. and then just quietly fill him in under her breath about everything what a that champion. happened well, we, I, we all need one of them don't we see but then it begs the question why don't you just get her to do your dad's job well that's probably good but well, what's he <laughs> what's he going to do I don't know just yeah. she's wheeled. not going to perk up my inheritance is she <laughs> <laughs> Now, right, uh, that's right, what are you talking about? Yeah, so look, uh, this is a signal for those of you that don't know where we look at something everyone thinks is great, but is in fact crap. Mm. And uh, now that I'm down here in Armstrong Creek, Mount Dunedin, and uh, walk the dogs around, you notice what a big trend is at the moment is glass front doors. Mm. Well, we've got this problem at the moment, haven't we? Yeah, but ours is like a glass window beside the front door. We need a curtain to go over our front door. Yeah, we do. Because people just look straight in. But like, even our front door, compared to other front doors, is fairly opaque. Whereas you get ones that are just completely glass. Now, mm. my understanding of the way front doors work, right, mm. is your front door is a way of keeping the rest of the world out, out, out yes. of your house. Yep. So when I'm walking past, I don't want to see you walking out of the bathroom down the other end of your house. Mm. Especially because you, you like probably walk around <laughs> That's right. And mm. you probably don't want me to see you walking around down there. No. Well, so, we, we, you walked around the other day, and I saw people at the front calling the RSPCA. That's right, yeah, that's yeah, right. And, sure and people that. with tranquilizer guns and darts <laughs> and stuff, and you know those little loose things on the yeah, stick they catch We were talking before about the elephant in the room, weren't we? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> now, so I'm, I'm just under- referring to your big trunk, Tim. <laughs> Stop it. Now, why do you always have to go there with this stuff? Oh, I don't know. Oh, no, something in my head. G show, I'm juvenile, mate. Something in my head just goes, go bottom run. That's right. Every time. Go the Devon, not the Champagne Man. <laughs> now listen, so what it is, right, is your front doors to keep people out of your house, isn't it? Yes. That's it's your, it's your drawbridge. It's your fortifications yeah. on your yeah, car. That's your moat. So why in God's name would you make it out of glass so that everyone can see in your house? Yeah, I, I don't mind frosted glass. Oh, that makes it's, sense. It's a bit institutional. Yeah, I know, but well, it's know. better than nothing at all. No, no, no true, I agree. I sit here now in my lounge room, I mm. get up to go get something to eat, and I'm looking out at someone looking in at me. Well, that's often too, so yeah, yeah it because yeah, I eat a lot. Yeah. And yeah. It's, like, it's almost like we're part of a zoo, isn't it? They're there. It's yeah. usually Jenny Craig at the front <laughs> saying, <laughs> dude, do you really need that? Ah, that's right. Yeah. So another dim sim link, really? Yeah, they're probably not even really there, I'm just seeing them. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, like just telling me off. it's like a beautiful mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Bentley at the door going, ah, 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 do you really need that sponge cake? That's right, no more caramel for you. That's just, so look, if you want to keep the Paul Bettany's of the world out and everyone else, yeah. don't have a glass front door. Yeah. And, and, I tell you what, why not just make your whole house out of glass in that case? Well, do you know what the worst part is? You're like a zoo enclosure. You can go and press your bits up against the glass and let everyone see. Like, why are we doing this? Make your door out of something solid. People in glass houses, Tim. That's right. But see, the thing is, right, you, at night, it's the worst because you can't see out, but they can see in. So if I look across there now, because the, the neighbours across the road have got a glass front door, yeah. 
and you can see all the way down there. All house. the way into there, and they can do the same with us. I care not to see their lives. Yeah. I don't. I find their lives dull and uninteresting. I don't want to see them go to the bathroom. You don't. Why do you spend so much time at the front door looking out there? <laughs> I'm a lonely, sad individual. <laughs> I'm with you there, though. That, that so, is crap. That is crap? Yeah. Thank you. Good. Yeah. Next. All right. I'm going to do UFC. Now, this could be controversial. No, it's not with me. No? No. You, with you agree with me oh, straight off the bat? Absolutely. I don't get it, mate. I don't get it. Like, I love boxing. Like, I was never a boxer. But I do love boxing because it's a skillful sport. It is. You've got to be able to guard yourself. You've got to be able to just get in there and get those jabs in or whatever it might be. But... Mm. I can't watch a sport where a bloke's lying on his back, kicking his legs out. That's how me and my brother used to fight. Yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? It's like that. It's like watching two brothers fight and and throwing like little haymakers at each other. To me, it's just, I don't don't know why it's so popular. Okay. Now, I know that everyone in the neighborhood thinks that we're a couple. Mm. Now... Just stick with me on this, right? Yeah. Uh, I know. We, we might have a couple. Because, you know, if we were a couple, I'd be the daddy. Yeah, whatever. You oh. keep saying that. But so, just because you've got a little try-hard goatee, right? <laughs> so listen, right? <laughs> listen. When you're watching, so let's say you sit down on a Saturday afternoon, right? You get your pay-per-view. Pay-per-view's not cheap either. So let's no, say you pay not. 25 yeah. bucks or whatever yeah. to watch two oiled-up men, yeah. right? Grappling. In, in short little trunks, mm. grapple with each other in front of a crowd. Mm. That's like pay-per-view dogging. Like, that's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> hey, there's, there's, there's a way to make money. There's a marker, right? Yeah, there's a right marker for that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what it is. Yeah. Like, two blokes are going to go at it, go at it, if you like, inverted commas, yeah. in their little trunks. And then all the, all the latent in-the-closet gay blokes out there that are in, you know, heterosexual relationships. Yeah. And that's all cool. I'm not judging, right? And watch it, because they get their fix of watching all up dudes. And they can put it under the guy and watch Maybe a we could set up cameras in the corner of the local toilet block down by the river. Same thing. That's and, right. And yeah. see a lot of blokes grappling at each other <laughs> very late at night. Don't have to be quite in as peak condition as perhaps UFC hey, there's a market for everything these days, so, mate. have we offended UFC fighters? I, I think we've offended most people ever. Not just in this, but in all their shows. I, I, I don't know. It just does nothing for me. Just, yeah, oh, I, 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 I can't get into it at all. I can't get into it at all. Big Some fan, of the fights last 10 seconds, 20 seconds. Big fan of Ronda Rousey, though. She was good. Oh, we'll see. Yeah, I didn't even get into that. Look her up. No, I know who she is. Mm. I just never watched her. No. I don't get into the fights, mate. No, it doesn't interest me at all. She was hot. Yeah, I know she's hot, yeah. but there's a lot of hot girls out there. It doesn't yeah, mean but that there's something I'm going to re- go watch okay, UFC sorry, because she's on. hot. Hang on. There's something really hot about a chick that can kick your ass. Yeah. Like, really hot. Well, that'd be all right. If she was here right now, I'd probably find her hot. <sighs> yeah, but... I'm watching her on telly. Are you not familiar with how this sort of works with, like, you know, when you're... Not fantasise, that's a strong word. No, if I was fantasising, they'd be wrestling in jelly. Oh, what flavour? Strawberry. I like lime. Yeah? That's what happens in your dreams. <laughs> so Ronda, 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 no, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. Ronda Rousey yeah. wrestling with Asher Ketty in lime jelly. Asher Ketty, like from the <laughs> offspring. Oh, my God. You've got a specific fantasy that you're bringing out. Oh, I just made it up, you dickhead. This is going out to people, and you've just told me your whole fantasy. Yeah, why not? Put, on, you put it out there. What about that, those books about the manifestation, the secret stuff? So if I talk about it, it might happen. Yeah. Ronda Rousey lezzing it up with Asher Ketty and Lime Jelly. <laughs> you've gone from fighting to lezzing it up. I don't know if this can go out, Tim. Yeah, it can. Yeah, it can. Let's play it <laughs> Uh, are you for real? I am for real, Tim. 
What about Ashley Ketty? Do you reckon she's for real? Oh, not maybe in that fantasy you had before, but I'll tell you what, it did mm. ring a few alarm bells. I'm going to think about that later, but it's not really something I've thought about before. Well, I was going to go Barbara Eden, but then everyone goes, oh, what do you mean now? You go, no, well, not now. Not now. Bar- back Barbara when she Eden, was back in Genie. I dream of Genie, that's yeah. right. I mean, yeah. you've got to just remember, right, when you're watching that as a 14-year-old red-blooded male with a permanent one on the go, right? And on, was it Barbara Eden? Was it... I dream of Jeannie. Wasn't she Get Smart? No, no, no. no who she was, was that? Uh, I can't remember her name, but Elizabeth yeah. Montgomery was in Bewitched, who was yeah, probably a couple of rungs up. down. Yeah, yeah. But Barbara Eden, I dream of Jeannie, right? So you're a 14-year-old boy with one on the go permanently, mm. right? And here's this... Oh, Just granting your wishes. Yeah. Saying, what can I do for your master? And You've come alive tonight, haven't you? Oh, mate, it's... I think it's the drinking during the show. I'm learning a lot more about you tonight. Yeah. I'll put it out there to the listeners. So what you want is someone just to agree on every wish. And maybe Barbara Eden. Maybe, jelly. Hey, hey, maybe the 1960s version of Barbara Eden could referee the jelly match between Ronda Rousey and Asher Kelly. <laughs> I don't know if any of this could go out. Can and then, and then, are we ruining our brand right no, now? No, this what, what f***ing brand. <laughs> Oh, we shouldn't have had so much to drink. <laughs> and then, and really then, and then this is a fight in the line, Jelly Reese's stalemate. Barbara comes off the top rope. <laughs> play the jingle. All right, all right, let's play the jingle before we f- lose it, mate. We had to censor uh, some stuff out what, of this. What are we doing? Oh, just a bit. Yeah. So, anyway, I think, I think listeners can get a, a sense of where we're at tonight. So we're not in the studio. We've done it in our own lounge room, and this is the result. Yeah, it's a bit loose. We're so it? sorry. Mm. Uh, we don't mean it. We're just very. So fat. Paul, if you've given up an hour and fifteen minutes of your time to listen to this, things aren't going well for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, play the jingle for the cow. Uh, <laughs> is this a good time to bring up the Justin Murphy? Award? Absolutely, is yeah, hundred percent. Because he called us bottom feeders, remember? And then I don't called, know what he's talking about, mate. <laughs> and then he called us something that got censored by Facebook. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think he might be on the money tonight, though. Oh, yeah. Let's play it. Are you easily offended? Welcome to the Justin Murphy Club. I just look. I'd just like to pre- preface this and go back on some of the other stuff we said by saying lockdown's been tough on all of us. Well, I think people <laughs> might say that's where we're at. Yeah, we've been locked down. We've let our hair down tonight. Our ginger hair down. That's tonight. right. And, uh, and you've probably seen the results. We're not as cool, calm, and professional as what we have been. But let's turn over a new leaf, Tim. But hang on, is Elizabeth Montgomery hotter than Barbara Eden? Like, would you? I mean, bewitched. Yeah, I was thinking Jimmy. about a new leaf. It's all gone. Your head is just—you're like a well, teenage answer, boy. Just answer moment. the question. Yeah, I'm just worried because we're living together. <laughs> I'm gonna have to bring a fluorescent light out every time I sit on the couch. The way you're going. Well, I don't think Barbara, I don't think I dream of Jenny's on repeat anymore. So I think you're pretty right. <laughs> Unless, you know, well, if we're the couple that everyone thinks we are, maybe it should be Hogan's Heroes or Miami Vice that we're watching. <laughs> Tom Selleck's luxurious mustache. Yeah, you start calling me Knight Rider and I'm out. That's it. So, right. um, Justin Murphy Award. Let's yeah. get back on track here. Come right. on, let's bring it back. Let's bring the, sh- the rest of the show home. So, during right. the week, what, tell us what happened. All right, so the, the winner of the Justin Murphy Award, for those people who don't know what a Justin Murphy Award is, it's the award for someone who... Uh, what, how would you say it to me? There's someone who whinges or carries on or makes a statement. And often on other people's behalf. Yeah, or, where it's not warranted. No. You know, just pull your head in, mate. No one cares about what you think. Mm-hmm. And it was named after an American guy who commented on one of Tim's videos, calling us bottom feeders. Yep. And then basically abusing us that bad that it, Facebook banned it. 
and we sort of, we thought, well, we'll just hypocritical. Uh, and the person that has won it tonight is mm. sort of fits this category. So let me tell you the story. Yep. My son, Toby, he's about 15, mm. and he caught up with his mates the day before going to school, shaved the front half of his hair off. Oh. He looked like Kevin Bartlett. He had nothing at the front, like absolutely nothing, and at the back, like a, a mullet and, and normal hair. So, I was uh, coming off night shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a phone call from his teacher, who I knew, yep. uh, and said, look, mate, we can't let him in the school looking like this. No. We can, two options. You can come pick him up, or we can take him across the road to the barbers. Mm-hmm. And he sent me a couple of photos, and as soon as I saw the photos, I get him across to the barbers right now. Mm. Good, good luck to him for trying yep. it, but dick it. Well, he, he, he got a beanie on, didn't he, to get he it? He had a beanie all for, for about 24 hours. He even slept in it, Tim. Really? So he never got caught out by his mum. It was a stealth mission. And he did well. I'm proud of him. It was a good yeah. effort, right? Yeah. But we have a great relationship, me and my son. So I posted a photo of him with half his hair cut off, and I titled it something along the lines of, My Son, the Class Dickhead. Yep. Yeah? yep. Because he did it to impress his mates. Yep. Yeah. Good on him. Well done. I'm proud of him. Got a point to make about that later on. Make sure we come back to it. All right, we'll come back to it. So I posted it on Facebook. I had about... Let's say 150 likes, probably about 65 it, comments. He got a lot of attention. It was a good. lot of attention, as it should. Like I said, I'm, I'm not upset with him, but you've got to cop a little bit of shit if you're going to do something like that, yeah? It's, yep. it's done for that reason. That's right. You don't do it to go, oh, how cool am I? No, that's I right. look hot. Yep. Or anything like that, right? Yep. Not like me and you and our um, Fat Pixie commercials. No, that's right. That's so I, I posted it, 65 comments, 64 of them were all getting the gist. Yeah, drop right? Something along the lines of, well, you bred him. Yeah. You report what you right. right. uh, You would have done that when you were... Yeah. Oh, all that. One bloke. One bloke. Now, this bloke, oh. I'm not going to say his real name because I don't believe in that. I'm going to call him um, Cameron. <laughs> You're a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, go on. Anyway, <laughs> well, this bloke, I met him at an awards night for Channel 31. Well, there you, you go. Know, this is your first problem. Yeah, I know. Uh, but, you know, I don't know him that well is what I'm trying to say. And I only met him once, and he'd gone on there and he said something along the lines of, I can't believe you called your son a dickhead. My dad called me a dickhead once after a bad haircut, and it ruined our relationship for life. Rethink what you're doing. Right? Now, I looked at that, and I thought to myself, I've got two options here. One, I can write a comment, Mm. something along the lines of, maybe your dad was onto something. (laughs) Right? That's it. Or... I decided to take the high road and cut him out of my life forever and just block him. <laughs> and block so him. I did that. But just what a wanker. Oh, look, absolutely. And look, you know what? It was jocular. Yeah. And anyone who can't acknowledge that their kids are dickheads, the kids probably are dickheads. If yeah. you can't acknowledge it. Yeah. The kids that take it called dickheads are dickheads. It was done for that exact That's reason. Right. It wasn't right. like he was trying to set a trend and he was really upset about it. Yeah. He was doing it for a laugh. Like he didn't not stifle his expression and, you know, yeah. you know and you know what? I call my son a dickhead all the time. It's like a term of affection. I, I call you worse. Yeah, he calls you a dickhead too. Yeah, he does. And I am. Yeah. yeah and I wear it with a badge of pride. Yeah. So look, oh, I think he's a deserving winner of the Cam- uh, Cameron Murphy, sorry, Justin Murphy Award. Yeah, Cameron Murphy's his actual name. But, uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, no, look, I won't say his name. But uh, it's just like, really, do you need to get on a comment against the grain to let us know what's going on in your personal life with you and your dad? That's right. And you know, I mean? you, know what, you know what he's like? He's like the person in the meeting. The meeting's about to wrap up. Anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone else? Oh, yeah. Can you just re-explain, actually, the main point of what you were trying to make before? And everyone yeah, in the whole thing was going, oh, come on. Just do it afterwards, you dickhead. Yeah, you f- 
Yeah. Or do you remember at uni? Do you remember at uni? You'd be in a lecture and the mature age is down the Out front. The front, yeah. And like it's like six o'clock, right? Pubs open. You're hungry. Yeah. You're gonna get a couple of pots. Great. And uh, like for example, probably what, happy hour. Yeah. In economics, mm. right? I remember mm. one. And uh, just done two hours doing microeconomic theory, which is one graph, right? It's easy. Yeah. And uh, oh, excuse me, can you explain the uh, graph again? Oh, oh. Yeah. And you know they've got no life. No, that's right. And they're there. That's with why their, they're doing uni at twenty. You know what? You know how you can tell? They were in short sleeves and they were in a tie. You're onto something. I'm not a fashionista, yeah. despite what the neighbours might think. But However, I was going to have that as a uniform for the fat and ginger party. I might have to rethink that. Yeah, you might do. Yeah. yeah. You know what you do? You get one of those brown shirts from the 80s. You know what the cricket umpires used to wear? Oh, yeah. Yeah, have one of those. Yeah? Yeah. Didn't the SS wear them too? <laughs> oh, they were black, I think. Yeah. The brown shirts are the ones that got shot, I think. Anyway. Really? Yeah, go back an issue there. But what we can do is we'll have brown shirts with a yellow tie and, and loafers with the tassels on them. I'm pretty sure they're Cub Scouts. <laughs> so, um, hey, uh, let's play a song. When we come back, hmm. we are going to hear... One of the great stories. Now, I told you about this yeah, mate of mine, I'm Dunny. excited about this. Usually we have uh, Associate Professor Dave Bade, Associate yep. Professor Griffo, or former Shield cricketer Lockie Stevens. Yep. We're going to break that rule tonight. We're going to we go are. with one of my mates, so I apologise for that. No, no, that's uh, all right. But I used to live with Danny over in London, and he's got one of the all-time great stories. Yep. So how about we hear a little bit of Nirvana. Oh, lovely. And we shall come back. All right. Yourself? Not too bad, mate. This is Tim. He's G'day. my uh, my big-headed friend. How you going? Hey. Now, yesterday, Danny, I was telling uh, Tim one of the great stories of all time uh, that you told me. Well, we met back in London, back in the old days. And I'm very excited. Very yeah, excited. Back in the day. And, and and one of the great stories I've ever heard anyone tell is that you went to the West Indies on a cricket tour. I did. Back uh, going back a few years now, Matt. It was uh, yeah, back in two thousand and three. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Great trip. And you had a mate with you. Now I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, Shawnee. Shawnee's name was. Shawnee, right. <laughs> we won't do surnames because I don't know how far the statute of limitations stretches. Now, you told me that four days in a row at the cricket, he got up to some hijinks. Do you want to take it from there? No, he did. He was, uh, he was quite entertaining. It all sort of kicked off, uh, I think it might have been day two. We were, we were sitting in the grandstand and we could see that it was going to be a shower uh, coming through, which is obviously going to deny us a, a bit of cricket time. And I, Sean was sort of a, he was a little bit bored with this sort of stuff, so I decided to go for a walk. You could see all these West Indian groundsmen getting in position. You know, the, yeah, the, the old Hudson tractor there ready to get out on the oval and the covers ready to come on. Shawnee, next minute we saw Shawnee bob up next to him. He, he's just chatting away with him. Of course, we didn't know what he was saying. We're, he basically walked up and said to him that he was the head curator of the MCG. <laughs> <laughs> it was over here on holiday, but he could, he could see that they looked as though they were a little bit uh, under-resourced, and he said he'd be prepared to help them out for nothing. <laughs> anyway, yeah, a, few, uh, a few of the boys sort of had a bit of a laugh and said, no, man, we've got this man, and so, and so forth. But surely he wasn't going to have any of that, so he, he kept chatting away until eventually they'd given in and said, yeah, OK, you can help us out, so... So the rain does come, the covers get called on, and we look down, and here's uh, 12 West Indian guys with white coats on, 
one pale-skinned white bloke with a red T-shirt on, <laughs> only on the ground to help put the covers on. So anyway, we will. That's quite funny, and we're watching him, and he's he's giving us a cheeky little uh, thumbs up from where he was, and you know, he was lo- loving the attention of it all. But the eye after a while, we noticed he started to look a bit agitated. So they've got the covers on, and he, he was issuing direct directions, telling them. <laughs> <laughs> They're just laughing and shaking their heads and doing their opening. But eventually, the rain stopped, the covers come off, Shorty comes back round and we're in the grandstand, he comes up and meets up with us and we're all laughing, shaking our heads at him and all the rest of it. He's got the big cheeky grin on his face. Uh, we look over, they're about to resume playing. So either Brett Lee or um, Andy Bickles about the bowl. And he's in a bit of a discussion with the umpire, and they're pointing down at the pitch, and we didn't know what was going on. And one of my mates turned to Shawnee and said, oh, look, I think, I think they want you back out there. Looks like it's going to rain again. They want the covers back on. He's got this cheeky grin. He said, nah. He goes, I reckon they're looking for the bales. He <laughs> looked at him, he's just lifted up his coat, and he's the two bales. <laughs> <laughs> so that's day one, Duddy. What about day two? Yeah, so that was the first day, and then uh, yeah, day two, we're all uh, you know, sitting in the grandstand, securing, there's a lot of securities, probably 40, 50 security guys around the ground, making sure that no one had run out. Players are going off. There's only two players uh, out the grounds. Brad Hogger, I think, was 12th man from memory of that test match, and uh, Ashley Nofty, who was in the squad but wasn't actually playing, they were on the ground kicking a, a footy kicking Aussie rules football, the only two out there other than all these security guards. So anyway, we're up the grandstand, I said to Sean, do you see how good would it be if you're out the ground having a kick of a footy with Hoggy? And he sort of looked and he goes, oh, gee, that'd be great, wouldn't it? You can just see his mind ticking over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going to make us happy. He was up to Next minute he goes, I'll be back in a minute, boys. I oh, no worries. And he's headed off again. We look across and he's, he's chatting with a security guard or at the entrance. Security guard, you know, shaking. We could just see him shaking and say, no, no, no. So his story this time was that he was uh, the major photographer for the Herald Sun in Melbourne, and his <laughs> boss had issued him with uh, told him to go out on the ground and get a picture of the Aussies in the crowd and send it back that night. So uh, the security guard wasn't having a bar of that for a long time until he talked his way in there. I remember you telling me he had, he had a pretty average camera too, didn't he? It was just like a... He, he did. Have, he had one of those pissy old Pentax cameras. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, those were the days before iPhones. In fact, I don't think many of us would have had, even had digital cameras back then. So yeah. he just had his little Pentax camera. But he knew once he got out there, he knew that he had to buy himself a bit of time because the security guard was glaring at him and said, yeah, you've got two minutes and that's it. So... He's kneeling down and playing with the lens and adjusting and just wastes as much time as he could to try and wait for the security guard to get distracted, which eventually he did because all these other Aussies have noticed him out there, so they've all tried to do the same thing. So security guard's too busy trying to stop another 30 blokes running in, and Sean's just taking the opportunity to just casually walk over and introduce himself to Oggie and spent five minutes kicking the footy back and forth. That's so Oggie. good. Well played. So, That's brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, and even when the security guard found him at the end, they came running after him, we're going to kick him off, and he just talked his way out of it then and said, oh, no, no, I said, Oggy's my brother-in-law. People <laughs> <laughs> looked at Oggy, Oggy's looked back at them and said, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah, whatever. Yeah, he just, just sort of ran with it. So yeah. he's, sure he's got away with that. He's just walked off the ground, patted the security guard on the head. And had a, he's done it all right. Not only is he a head photographer for the Herald Sun, but he's married by Brad Hodge's sister. And his, and yeah, his head yeah, curator at the NCG. So, yeah. so what about day three, Danny? 
So day three, we thought, oh, you know, what else can he do? He's, he's set a pretty high bar in the first two days. And um, we, some one of the boys made a point of saying, look at the scoreboard, they had the 11 players from each team. It was one of those old-style scoreboards where you, you make the name, the mission, you know, your letters one by one, you put it into the grids, then you have to carry them out and actually physically install them into the scoreboard. Anyway, the Windies were still running with that. They didn't have a 12th man in, in either side. So um, Shorty's decided he, he might have a crack at seeing if he maybe get his name in his 12th mayor. So he's walked over and he found the head attendant and said, oh, this is a great scoreboard, this is magnificent, state of the art, I love this sort of stuff. So West Indian guy said, where are you from, Mark? Said, oh, from Melbourne. What you talking about? You've got electronic in Melbourne. No, no, but I love this stuff, you know, this is the old style, we, we love, love this stuff. Do you mind if we have a quick tour? Yeah, I was a bit reluctant, but eventually he's letting go through, no worries. And eventually said, oh, look, it was lunchtime at this stage of tricks. He said, do you mind if we just put our names in, put it down as 12th man, run out, take the photo, and take them back? Well, what he did was he made two names up, took them both out, sort of front and back, so you couldn't see that he was carrying two, put his own name in, took the photo, walked back to the head curator who was behind the scoreboard with the name the other name he carried out. So left it in there. Took that name back. Yeah, his name stayed in there for the whole uh, second and halfway through the third session. Of That's the fantastic. That's so good. <laughs> I know all the talk in the grandstand, everyone was yelling, you know, who's this black tough man? And we'd say, oh, I don't know, some joker. Can't, can't be a <laughs> so <good. laughs> That's so good. Mate, on fire. That would have been a pretty good trip, mate. No, it was a good trip, yeah, a lot of fun, but uh, certainly Shorty made it uh, very entertaining for us. So, good on you, uh, Shorty. He's probably in a West sure. Indian jail somewhere, Danny. Yeah. He probably is, Matt. I've been in for a long time, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's locked up somewhere. Uh, <laughs> good on you, mate. That's a great story. Oh, and, uh, it's good to see the Aussie flag flying over there, mate. Yeah, good times, fun times. Excellent. All right, Danny. Well, thank you so much for being with us on Fat and Ginger, mate. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good show and go Tigers. Yeah, go Tigers. Shit, mate. Come on. That's it. I I knew there was a reason I never got you on before. Uh, You finished strong. I like that. That's good. Just thought we better finish on a high. (laughs) (laughs) Good on you, P, Danny. All right, have a good show, guys. See you, mate. Some good stories there, Tim. Mate, loved it. Loved the 12th man on the scoreboard. That's, uh, that's a great idea. And yeah. to have that idea and then follow through with it, and I'm guessing liquor had been taken, and then to have that sort of presence of mind in all three situations to carry it through. And, and to talk his way through yeah. situations. That's what we love about the Australian spirit, isn't it? Modern Australian hero. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> that's, isn't that what we're doing? Just what we're trying to do. Yeah. yeah. Right. Let's play a song. All right. time greats there Tim is that right John Lennon who uh, oh, stop it honestly I, you know what I think about your musical taste if you start bagging John Lennon is that Julian? we're going to have words mate is that Julian's dad oh my god sometimes I wonder what I'm doing here honestly <laughs> I'm doing a show with you where we play oh, music oh come on I know you are no. fun very, very little fun. Yucko, yeah, Yucko Ono's husband, isn't it? Come <laughs> <laughs> on, on, do we? Number eight. Now, Number we eight. have an absolute treat here. We do have a treat. Uh, we have a uh, comedic force of nature and political agitator. I like the word political agitator. It sounds very uh, sort of Che Guevara, doesn't it? And we have on the line, yeah, Sharon Andrews. Hang hopefully. on, we're, we're trying to bring her up. Let's no, keep right. talking while I bring her yeah. up. 
because we're hoping to get her. So, so when I started doing comedy with you, yes, she was one of the people that really got me into it, really taught me a lot, and I think we might have her on the line now. Are you there, Sharon? Oh, I think that's correct. How are you? Yeah. Hey, how are you? Very well, how are you? Very good. Just finished watching Farmers once a while, so, you know, relax, chilled out, brain dead. Hey, why are you watching that? No, I do. I've got a fetish for the worst TV possible. I just watch anything that's crap because, like, my day job's all, like, brain stuff, so I just like anything that just goes in one ear and out the other. So you zone out and just have, like, no input from you whatsoever? Yeah, you could put a little, you know, those brain detectors, there'd be no waves there. No <laughs> so are you, a, are you a keen watcher of maths when it's on? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and... But I, I kind of... Look at your face light up when we talk about maths. No, I've, I know, because I've had this thing where I think we should actually, like, you know, turn that up a little bit and base it, like, in a caravan park. Yeah, I like it. Everyone just lines up and you just get who the first person that comes out of the amenity block. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you're stuck with them in an on-site van for about six weeks. Oh, that's amazing. That's you a TV show. You write it up. Write it up, we'll get it over yeah. the line. What are you going to call it? What are we going to call it? We're at it first sight, but it'll be S-I-T-E. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know my favourite reality show that ever happened? I don't know if you remember it. Remember the one where they had like a group of, it was like a modern version, a, a sort of early version of The Bachelor, but it was a group of girls and a guy, and they'd told all these girls that the guy was like a millionaire. And yeah. he took them all on these really fancy dates and stuff, and they sort of, you know, it all went They're on. They're all vying for him. Yeah, all vying for him. I can't remember what it was called, but I yeah. know what he's talking and about. And then right at the end, they said, nah, he's not a millionaire, he's just yeah. a bum from he's, Rudy he's Hill in Sydney. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He was nobody, and it was just, mwah, it was beautifully done. Yeah, just crushing 20 dreams at once. <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. great. More of that stuff. Yeah. So. Sharon, it's pretty funny, though, when it comes to maths. Me and Tim work out at the refinery, which is... Yeah, you know, it used to be a male-dominated society, but it's still got that sort of uh, feel about it. We've actually copped crap for not watching it. Yeah. That's how popular it is at the moment. Like, fully grown men with big beards and big beer guts <laughs> and are getting stuck into us for not watching maths. Yeah. The world's gone topsy-turvy, show. We, we get ostracised yeah. for not watching maths. It's true. Yeah. No, you need to get onto it. Right. <laughs> now, look... If, ca- we the, if we get the caravan site one up, you'll be there. Oh, that that one I would watch. I'd watch that. Yeah. Now, what yeah. I wanted to talk to you tonight about was uh, a bit about your comedy, and I know you've got a, a deep and abiding love of cricket, as I do, but the thing that I really want to talk about is you agitating politicians via, I believe it's Twitter, is that right? I do have a, a little, yeah, they, they tend to block me a bit quicker on Facebook, to be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I, I don't have Twitter, so I don't have the pleasure. Like, I've seen a couple of these reposted on Facebook and I've been able to follow them, but like you said, you tend to get blocked pretty quick. Um, can, can you take us through yeah. some of your favourites? Your greatest hits, if you will. Oh, look, I mean, it's a bit It's a bit hard. I do like to go, um, I have had fun a little bit with Jackie Lambie's Facebook post, but less with her, to be honest, and more with her supporters. Um, and when I say I'm a troller, like, I'm not abusive or anything like that. Just I just like to have a little bit of fun. Mm. And um, often on, on, like, Jackie Lambie's Facebook, that's more about uh, just engaging with the logic of what they might have put forward and what they were thinking. Um, Do you have any examples, Sharon? Because I reckon there'd be a little bit of fun there to be had. Oh, I've got to kind of... 
think about some of those examples. Yeah. Um, you, you tend to find with, with some of those people, they, they're very narrow-minded, and you being a bit of a, a forward thinker would, would have a lot of fun with that. Yeah, it's just, I mean, most of the time it's like, you know, they, they say kind of one thing and then, you know, they'll say another thing and those two things just don't work together. Don't match up, yeah. So you kind of just kind of ask that question, oh, how does that go? And, uh, you, know, what, you know, how does that work with that? And, you know, like, but I do remember um, before the last election, federal election, um, and you boys might remember this, Sarah Henderson was... Um, you know, going hard on pools. On what, sorry? Swimming pools oh, for, okay. for the electorate. You know, like Torquay was getting a swimming pool and, you know, there's a whole heap of places that were getting a swimming pool. That seemed to be the one thing on offer if you voted for Sarah Henderson, you were going to get a swimming pool in your local community. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not in your backyard. <laughs> no, no, not in your backyard, just in your local community. Mm. Um, and But it was like at one point, like one week, there was three new announcements of potential new pools, you know, and um, and I, I jumped onto her Twitter and I said, if you keep going with these pools, we're going to be the Venice of the South. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that's one way to combat global warming, isn't it? Yeah, um, just build more pools. Just build more pools, yeah. Yeah, did you, exactly. Did you ever hook in a Fraser Anning during his time in office, short as it um, was? Yeah, look, I probably would have had a go with him. Uh, Barnaby Joyce. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very topical yeah. at the moment, mate, because he's uh, obviously reformed these days. Had his three obviously. years out of politics and, um, you know, all his ways have gone. Yeah. Look, can I tell you, if you ever want to see any kind of really quality trolling, just go onto his page. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter what he posts, a hundred people just go for it. About yeah, excellent. I wonder if Johnny Depp's one of them. You know, his, his personality clicks. I, I just jumped on there before and somebody has got, um, you know, that, that picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger, the kind of half man, half kind of yeah, machine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Underneath it, it's got kind of Barnaby. It's got um, the inseminator is the, <laughs> is the, is the tagline. But um, any day, any time of the day that he posts, someone will ask him how many beers he's had. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, the shoe fits. So we're trying to get into politics ourselves. Sharon, I'm not sure if you're aware of this. We're starting up the Fat and Ginger Party, and I'm wondering how many times I'm going to cop that question. A lot. How many beers have you had so far? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But I think I think I think what'll make us different is you'll answer it. You'll go, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm on my slosh right now. Yeah, I'm on yeah. my sixth. How about you? Yeah, it's <laughs> ten o'clock somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. That's I right. mean, I think the answer is always just that you're shout. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> when someone when you're in a job interview and they go, oh, do you drink, Tim? And go, why are you buying? Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, if it's your shout, I am. Too yeah, right. Absolutely, I'm not silly. That's, that's it. Right. Especially that's on right. a politician's wage. And, that's right. You know, I think what you should say is instead of offering car parks all around the country that nobody uses, you're just going to, you know, your pork barrelling's going to be free beer. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Kegs, kegs at railway station. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And that's so right. I tell you what, will that win the punters over to yeah, Absolutely. So you yeah. just bowl up to a pub and go, free beers for all if you vote for me. Oh, it'll, be, it'll be a landslide. Game on. Now I can be your campaign manager if yeah, you want. Yeah, no, you're on. Done. One of the other things that you and I bond over is a, a deep and mutual love of cricket. And uh, I think we'd all agree around this table that cricket is the cornerstone of Western civilization. And without cricket, we are naught but Frenchies or Americans. Like, cricket is it, especially Test cricket. Yeah. And, and, and Test cricket is, is 
just distilled pure sport in its oh, best I form. think I think that's a pure sport. I, you know, the twenty twenty and Sean, I'm sure you'd be the same. It's gateway cricket. It's it's Mickey Mouse stuff. You can't get behind it. It's all over in a bit. No one really. Says the guy's a renegade, you know, season ticket holder. Well, I was. Yeah, I was. Until I found out your mate was coaching them. <laughs> that's right. They don't support me. But uh, no, I, I'm a massive fan of Test cricket. It'll always be the only cricket for me. Sharon, uh, you're obviously a big fan as well. We were talking yeah. the other day that West Indies cricket needs to pick up. Uh, we, we need a strong West Indian side in the world to. Well, to add that pizzazz to cricket, because I remember as a, as a young fella as that the West Indies were so good. They were just such a force. And now they're shit. And being. Oh, no. sh- and, you know, you can't have the swagger without the ability because you're just a dickhead. Yeah, it's right. been devastating. The whole West Indies thing has been devastating, I it, think. It, it has. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, really, there's kind of only one form of... Like, I really don't do the other stuff. There's no, test cricket. that's right. And, um, like, that's kind of, you know, it for me. The other's like the mini golf version. Basically. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, yeah. It's... Kind of just a bit wrong, you know. Yeah. And um, but the West Indies was actually how I got into liking cricket because right. I was in Queensland and um, went on this, you know, one of the only tragic, non-tragic school excursions I'd ever went on to was actually to the Brisbane airport, which wasn't looking good. You know, I was thinking, oh, cross, it's going to be boring as shit. But we got there, and the whole West Indian team has just arrived. Oh, wow. and, and when I talk about the West Indian team, I mean. The one that was led by Clive Lloyd, Jorgana, yeah. Viv Richards, Malcolm just Marshall, full of superstars, wasn't it? Yeah, all of those, all of those superstars, you know, Jeffrey Dujon would, would take your head off, you know, mm. all of those, all of those guys, and um, like they were amazing. They spent ages with us. They invited us, you know, come and kind of jump on the team bus and talk to everybody, you know, on there. So kind of really, you know, I was then like, who are they? Were they, you know, like. And I, I kind of knew a little bit about them, but just just then became a fan, you know, because of, like, kind of how they were with a whole heap of school kids, to yeah. be honest, mm, yeah. you know. Just like, relaxed and laid back and down. friendly and... Mm. Yeah, yeah. And all the time in the world, you know, they said that the drive's going, we've got to go, and Clive Ward's going, oh, leave the kids, stay. you know, like... Yeah, how cool is that yeah. as a school great. kid? Yeah. So it just kind of sparked that love of test cricket, you know, and which, you know, then evolved into kind of watching, you know, being keen on Australian teams and all the rest of it, um, and then having my, you know, absolute hero of Richie Benno, which is just like, you know, <laughs> I remember I remember when they, they announced that Richie Benno had died and, and my partner said, I said, I said, Richie Benno's died, and my partner said, oh, Darl, I'm really sorry. <laughs> she, just, <laughs> she just knew yeah. I'd be absolutely devastated. And I was. I was devastated. Yeah, I think we all grew up with Richie, didn't we? And, uh, yeah. um, and, and especially the 12th man. I think the 12th man immortalised Richie. I know he hated it, but I grew up listening to those tapes. Okay, and, right. and you just love Richie all the more for it, yeah. I reckon. Chew for 20 chew. And apparently he met that guy. He did, uh, yeah. what's, his, what's his name? Billy Birmingham. Billy Birmingham. And, and, and Richie gave him nothing. Yeah, no, he said, apparently when they met, so I've heard, they met and Richie said, oh, I don't mind it, but you, just, you swear too much and I think you could change a few things. Yeah, and Billy okay. goes, thanks for the feedback, Richie. Cheers. Yeah, I'll keep doing yeah, it. <laughs> so, yeah. look, what, what a legend of uh, Australian oh. cricket in, in so many ways he was. One of, the, one of the best bits of Richie Benning you'll, you'll ever see is the clip he does 
the sign off he does after the underarm delivery incident back in when was that 81 or 70 I can't remember yeah, what it was about 81 82 yeah, yeah. and uh, he just rips into them he just in the most polite uh, articulate way just rips them in your asshole it's fantastic so. yeah I have to look that up yeah. but look let's cut to yeah. brass tacks it's fantastic because he just says you know you're a bunch of cheating that, pricks not having that but I remember one, <laughs> this is um it was kind of when they first, you know, technology was changing and all the rest of it. And, um, you know, they were, the Cricket Australia had, you know, got the new website and they've got their app and all the rest of it. But they've got Richie to, to let the crowd know that this is, you know, the TV audience, that this is what's happening. So he goes, uh, and uh, Cricket Australia, I've got a new APP. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Clearly, clearly he had no idea what it was and no idea that you say app rather than APP. 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 Yes. Go Richie. He was very <laughs> cute when yeah. Uh, look, uh, brass tax time. Uh, predictions for the Ashes summer coming up. Oh, it's going to be huge <laughs> if it happens. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, predictions. Uh, I've got round. one for you, Sharon. Ben Stokes will come on our show. Well, that's that's what we're trying for. We're trying to get Ben Stokes. We're doing a big push to get Ben Stokes on Fat and Ginger, being one of the premier gingers in the world, no, along with well, uh, a lot of Ed Sheeran at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're trying to get him on the show. Yeah. We've contacted his management company. They've told said, us we to are off. one of the biggest shows in Australia. <laughs> Fat yeah. and Ginger. They said bullshit. Yeah. And we couldn't really argue with that. No, that's all right. But we're, we're going to try. We're yeah. going to try and get him down while he's down here. Yeah. yeah. With no don't, budget. Don't give him shit out the front of a nightclub. No, that's all right. <laughs> so anyway, look, what's the, how, how's he going to go? 5 nil. We're going for 5 nil. do you think? All right, McGrath. Yeah, I hope so. He's the same. Even one. We'll give him one. 4 1. Yeah, we'll give him one. 4 1. 4 1. It'll be Melbourne too. They always win in Melbourne. Yeah, it's annoying, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is. Well, uh, cool. I, I think it'll be in front of a crowd. And uh, yeah, I think they'll win one. I think we'll get a bit bored with it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. I we'll, hope you're right. Yep, yeah, so do I. Well, look, uh, we might leave it there and move yep. on. Yep. And keep going with our other stuff. But, Sharon, thank you very much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. My pleasure, guys. Have a great night. And before you go, Sharon, I just want to say, uh, you've got to see Shaz's comedy day out. Oh. Incredible comedian. I won't go into the appendage that you sometimes bring out, but it is one of the highlights of every night we ever have. And and I think I might have told you this before, but you really guided me in my early days of comedy and tried to teach me the right ways uh, and, and what... You know, what's sometimes funny in front of your mates is not always funny on stage <laughs> and I've always remembered that and uh, um, definitely guided me a lot so I appreciate that and you're fantastic always uh, for advice and to have on board in anything that we do yeah, it's always been my pleasure and uh, you know really always happy to join you guys on stage thanks Sharon Excellent. appreciate your time thank you very much thank you Sharon right. see you what a legend oh, absolute legend and cricket fan and cricket fan, cool girl, and um, yeah. you know she's quite, uh, she's quite intellectual. She is. Um, we don't, we didn't get into that side no. of it, but she's she's super smart, mate. Yeah. And, oh, far smarter than us. Um, oh, ridiculous! <laughs> we run rings around us in the memory just, side of things. And... I only just found out that wrestling's fake. Did you know that? Yeah, is it? <laughs> They're not really beating each other. Are up. you talking about UFC again? <laughs> Sorry, um, what, not... do you, what do you mean wrestling's fake? So Are you trying on... to tell me? That Andre the Giant didn't die. That's right. And Hulk Hogan didn't beat the crap out of all the other people. Yeah, I don't believe you. It's true. Yeah, I've oh. got the figurines that say different. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to play a song? Yep. What are we playing? No, I don't know. What are we playing? Yeah, I'll tell you what. We're going to play a song now with probably the worst lyric 
in the history of songwriting. Wow. Yeah, I don't know of this lovely lady who's a great singer and, yeah. and does, does a great job. I don't know if she wrote this, but she starts off by saying, do you ever feel like you're a plastic bag? Really? Is that really the line? That's the line. Let me listen to this. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag drifting through the wind wanting to start again? Now, Tim, that's probably one of the best pump-up songs you'll ever hear. It is. Because sometimes I feel like a plastic bag. Do you? I yeah. Bit, uh, not at 15 cents each, I don't. <laughs> Sometimes you know, I'll wake up on a Sunday morning and I feel like I'm worth 15 cents. Uh, you know, just in the wind trying to start again. That song's on the movie The Interview. Is it? Yeah, when he's in yeah. the helicopter and they get shot by the tank. Oh, and yeah. uh, I don't know, it just reminds me of that. It's a great scene. Yeah. So what is in fact a really stupid It'd be good movie. for Aldi. They need it on Aldi. Because well, they started when, the whole plastic bag thing. They did, they? Yeah. yeah. And when you're standing there at the shelf of shame because you've, yeah. Yeah, you've chucked the shit. Do you ever so feel quick. like a plastic yeah, bag? Yeah, that's yeah. right. You're carrying all the stuff in your arms. I mean, you what a shit lyric. It, you know, great song. But imagine the... But re- bad start. Imagine all the Tiger started like that. You'd never yeah. touch it, would you? No, that's right. And yeah. the thing is, too, imagine the songwriting and producing resources she would have at her disposal. Yeah. Maybe they're crossing the out best they could come up with. with some, some, days I feel like feel, some days I feel like brand new. Some days I feel yeah. like I could do better. But imagine Eye the Tiger going... Plastic uh, bag. That's so here's Eye the Tiger started. It goes, rising up yeah. back of the street. And you're like, yeah, come on. Imagine starting off a... Do you ever feel mm. like a plastic or bag? Goes, or getting better every day and trying my best. Yeah. <laughs> Take all these lame. Rocky it? would have been a different <laughs> nah, movie, wouldn't it? Right. Yeah. He up working at Tucker Bank. Rocky, or gets, Rocky gets half killed by Ivan Drago. He goes, <laughs> but I tried my best, kids. <laughs> Thumbs up before he, he passes he, away. Yeah, it slips into a coma. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, we've solved that problem. Good. I think, I think we've got to the bottom of that. Yeah, I think so. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Hey, we've had a pretty good show, oh, considering it was out of our lounge room. That's it. Yeah. And probably, you know, we've got to be honest, you know, we've probably, I don't know, probably had more drinks than we probably should have while we did it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, true. we probably shouldn't have moved in together, mate. It's like a frat house here now, no, isn't it? Yeah. But I think it's more Revenge of the Nerds than Animal House. Like It's, <laughs> it's like be, a couple of, like, try-hard, That's it. You know? I'll be John Belushi. Yeah. Well, you know, you got uh, the same, look, uh, same physique. <laughs> Thanks. Did I say that out loud? Sorry, yeah, mate. No. Sometimes I'm a bit harsh on you, I think. That's all right. And you are looking good. I said this the other day. You're looking really good, mate. That light and easy is starting to pay off. I appreciate the feedback. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, look, uh, thanks. Well, no, I don't have to thank Voice of Him because they did all. So. <laughs> they did stuff all. Sorry, what are you trying to say? Yeah. Cut that bit out. They did yeah. stuff all. But look, uh, thanks to everyone who's listening to this, wherever yeah. you are in the world. Yeah. Do you reckon anyone will bother? Oh, there'd be a couple. Yeah. You know, in those just desperate times when you're locked down somewhere and you've got nothing else to I do. I suppose. There's a fetish for everything these you days. You know, it's either it? vacuum the floors again or listen to Fat and Ginger, I suppose. Yeah. Or, I what do you know what I'm going to do this time? I'm going to vacuum on top of the architrave. You know, <laughs> oh, no one ever does that. I oh, know what I'll do. Can, can I just say to I'm going to say goodbye on this note. Karen, I miss you in Denmark. You know, I really want to hear from you. You're amazing. Stop cleaning the house and write us a message. All right. Fantastic. And uh, thanks, Luke. And we'll see you next week. Thank you, Tim. Shut down.